Welcome to the official podcast of the Canberra Raiders. So close for the Raiders. And Papali would be an appropriate man to score. Brought to you by OAC Digital. Come join us as we go behind the limelight. Hello and welcome to Behind the Line Light, the official Raiders podcast, thanks to OAC Digital. Got a huge show this week as we talk to Raiders coach Ricky Stewart about the draw and all the outcomes of that. We'll also talk to him about how pre-season training is going and how it's all been preparing for the recommencement of the 2020 season. I know I can't wait. Another man who can't wait is my podcast pal here. He joins us again from the Raiders media team, Tom Logan. Uh, Tommy, good to have you on and how good is it? We're... Uh, Almost uh, a week away now from the, the start of the season and it's getting to a point where we can say footy's back. Yeah, I feel like a kid on Christmas Eve again. It's, it feels like it's been a long time coming and I just can't wait to see the boys run out into the field again. Yeah, it's quite exciting and uh, obviously lots to talk about this week. We'll, we'll have a bit of a look at the draw first up and uh, as we know, the Raiders um, are going to play their first a uh, lot of home games at Campbelltown Stadium uh, this season. So I think it's uh, six out of the first seven games will be in Sydney. So obviously a few challenges there in terms of travel and uh, and trying to get the guys up and back each week. Yeah, it's, it's not ideal from a travelling point of view. Obviously you have to factor in, I guess, what the travelling does to the, the, I guess, the player's body. You know, obviously you can't really sort of drive up there and spend two and a half to three hours on a coach and then expect them to just run out on the field. I think there needs to be some sort of, I guess, measures taken in place uh, that will sort of allow the boys to reco- their bodies to recover. Uh, but having said that, though, I, I often find, and it was, I guess, a similar story last year, that the players, they really sort of tend to bond when they go away together. So on that sort of front, it is a bit exciting. Look, I know that it's, uh, it's wonderful that we've got footy back. That's the main thing. And, and that's the thing that I'm most excited about. However, I, I do shake my head when I look at that um, sort of home game uh, allocation and I see that... Uh, the Raiders are, the, are probably the only team that has to travel further than an hour to play their home games. So, uh, you know, obviously uh, GIO Stadium uh, was in a position where it possibly could have been ready um, to play games. So I think that's a bit disappointing. You know, I think that um, obviously it'd be nice to have some games in Canberra and hopefully uh, from around 11 uh, onwards when we, when we do have some games scheduled here, we can see some games back here in Canberra at least. Yeah, fingers crossed. I mean, there's nothing like playing at home and obviously... Our players are used to, obviously, uh, the field of GRO Stadium. In fact, I've heard from not just players from the Canberra Raiders, but also across the NRL, that GRO Stadium has the best playing surface. So, um, yeah, yeah, I dare say, fingers crossed, that hopefully we can get back there after round 10 and be playing games in Canberra again. Yeah, our first game after the initial nine-game uh, period is the Roosters away, but we then have an opportunity to play South yep. Sydney uh, here in Canberra, hopefully. So, uh, I mean, it's uh, it's not um, ideal for the start of the season, but as I mentioned at the top there, I think that it's important that um, it's good for us just to focus on the fact that we've got some football back and have the opportunity to, to play some games and, and all of those matches will be on uh, television, albeit, Tom, only three uh, games on free-to-air TV, which is a bit disappointing uh, considering that we made the grand final last year. Yeah, that's, that's massively disappointing. Um, you know, I, I feel sorry for... I, and I think uh, Ricky Stewart has mentioned this quite a number of times before, but I just, feel, I just feel sorry for the fans, really, that, you know, that obviously can't have or don't have access to Fox Sports and, you know, they want to see, see our players play on, you know, that Thursday or Friday night um, or Sunday afternoon slot. Um, and obviously it's great exposure for us, but, you know, I mean, 
that's well, it's great to suppose you for the sponsors too. Yeah, uh, and obviously we've had a lot of our, as we mentioned in last week's podcast, we've had a lot of our sponsors that have been able to um, to stay on with us and have, mm. and have stuck by us. And uh, you'd like to give those guys some reward by giving them some free to wear exposure. So disappointing from that regard, um, but uh, we'll just have to, as we uh, do down here in Canberra, we'll just have to get on with the job and and keep playing. Uh, week to week and, and trying to push ourselves up the ladder and uh, they'll be forced to show us on free-to-air in a final series, hopefully. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> now, looking at the squad, how it's shaping up uh, for the start of the season, um, we reported last week that John Bateman was getting closer to a return. He's had a little bit of a setback. Uh, Ricky's not sure if he's going to be available for that first maybe game or two. Uh, can you give us any insight on that, what's happening there? Yeah, just from looking at the players in training, I, n- I noticed that on the right side, obviously um, shifting from George out wide to taps on that uh, on the edge there. Also, uh, the Scottridge combo really sort of excites me. They're they're looking a lot more deadlier in attack, and they're really starting to sort of click. And I guess it's that sort of that new, I guess, element to our side is really going to start bearing fruits hopefully soon. Yeah, Jack Murchie uh, announced uh, earlier this week. Uh, in fact, uh, that he'll be uh, leaving to go to the New Zealand Warriors effective immediately for an opportunity, I suppose, for Jack. Uh, it does, um, you know, uh, lighten our um, stocks in the forwards a little bit there with the departure of Luke Bateman as well. So, um, you know, obviously one of those big things is going to be getting guys back on the paddock and, and healthy and, and ready for action as soon as possible. Yeah, it's um, we're, we're, uh, we're looking just probably a little bit too thin maybe in the forwards. Obviously, we've got... John Bateman and Hudson Youngs, maybe you know a couple of weeks out each, but uh, I, I'm I'm always confident that we can you know do do a job there, and also um, yeah, J- Jack's Jack's a great kid, and he good luck to him at the Warriors. I think he, I actually think he'll genuinely do well over there, and he'll uh, he'll definitely uh, make a name for himself. Yeah, good fella, Jack Murchie, um, and we wish him all the best. Going to come back now shortly uh, on this podcast. Our segment two will feature head coach Ricky Stewart. You're listening to Behind the Limelight, thanks to OAC Digital. Well, we're joined with head coach Ricky Stewart on the Behind the Line podcast, thanks to OAC Digital. Rick, first of all, uh, we've received the draw um, for the remainder of the 2020 season. Uh, you've had a look at it. Uh, what's your initial thoughts? Tough road trip first up, uh, Ben. We've got Melbourne in Melbourne, and um, I think it's fabulous that we've got the game back on. And I know the players are all very excited, and um, they've returned after their um, stint in lock, uh, lockdown and uh, in, in very good shape. So, um, look, you know, we're just... Very fortunate that the game is uh, going to be played again. Yep, looking at that draw in the first few weeks, obviously uh, the decision was made for us to play home games at Campbelltown Stadium. Uh, obviously there's a bit of travel involved in that for the club. Um, have you got to a point where you've worked out how that's going to be happening or is that still a work in progress? Very much an ongoing uh, issue at the moment with uh, our, our games uh, in Campbelltown. And, um, the NRL have got uh, issues with the biosecurity um, uh, situation with the, the the travel and whether we can have accommodation uh, before the game. It's uh, it's something that we're discussing with the NRL uh, right at this moment. So, um, you know, it's it's very important because we don't want to be uh, on the road every weekend uh, with with the you know the the extensive uh, travel that's in front of us, but. Um, not being able to play our home games at uh, GIO has created this, and unfortunately that was the case. But uh, let's hope it can be um, it can be corrected very quickly. Is that something that you still remain hopeful for towards the back end of the season? I know it's only been set up for the first 
uh, nine rounds at the moment. Are you hoping to get some games back here in Canberra at some stage this year? Obviously hoping, Ben, but, um, you know, the, the, um, the planets aren't really aligning at the moment in regards to having uh, home games back in Canberra this, uh, this season. And I, I just hope after round 10 we can look at the restrictions from a community point of view and, and where we're at with the, um, uh, our protocols from an NRL point. And hopefully that we may get some games back at GIO, but I'm, I'm not confident, to be honest. Just moving, before we move on from the draw, obviously the other big uh, talking point around this is going to be uh, the free-to-air coverage uh, for the club. Uh, obviously off the back of last year's season with a, with a grand final appearance, um, it must be disappointing to only see uh, three games on Channel 9 uh, for the entirety of this year. Yeah, Ben, look, from a coaching point of view, it doesn't worry me, it doesn't faze me one way or the other if you're on Fox or Channel 9, but I, I get very... Um, I suppose disillusioned. I'm, I'm uh, disappointed for our commercial team here and um, all our sponsors who would love some free-to-air uh, advertisements. Um, uh, for our fans who would like to watch us on free-to-air, I, I feel sorry for them because, um, again, we uh, um, are basically just shoved into the background and not, gi not given or shown any type of uh, respect from the broadcaster in uh, wanting to put more of our games on free-to-air television and you know, I think we've deserved the right. Um, I, I believe the way we play the game, we deserve the right to be on free-to-air more often but again, as, as I said Ben, I'm a coach and I'm there watching the game of football, I um, can only tell you we're on free-to-air or um, uh, pay by the, uh, by the guys I'm talking to there in, from the commentary point of view. So. It doesn't, doesn't phase me one way or the other, but I get uh, very disillusioned and disappointed for our sponsors and our fans. Let's talk about some positives. Um, obviously, the guys have come back in a really good um, shape and a, a really positive mindset, and uh, those sessions that you've managed to get in so far have, have seemed to be very productive and, and things seem to be um, sort of falling back into place for the guys. Yeah, it's... Uh, you know, we've just got uh, John, who's still got the, the shoulder problem at the moment, and Hudson Young with his knee and suspension, where I think it's another three weeks he has to sit out. They're, those two guys are um, our only two casualties at the moment. Everybody's um, healthy, everybody's uh, fit, and I'm, I'm expecting both those boys back uh, pretty soon in the, uh, in the short term. So we should have a full, full deck of cards, and they're training very well. Um, but I'm sure every club is too at this stage of the year where they've had a massive break because of the lockdown. So they'd be all back. Everybody be you know highly energised and enthusiastic about the competition starting. It's just around the corner now. And um, today week we've got our first game, and it's uh, be interesting to watch and see how um, uh, the quality of football we've got after a, a pre-season, a couple of games, then into lockdown, and it's all back on again. Obviously, you got the two games under your belt before the season was locked down to start with, uh, and George Williams and, and Jack White showed some real promise there in the halves, working in tandem with Josh Hodgson. Uh, do you think the break uh, would be good to give you a few more sessions to get those guys some um, more time uh, working on their combinations? Well, to be honest, I would have liked to have kept on uh, going. I think the best practice is uh, the 80 minutes on the field. Uh, I think, um, you know, the... A little bit of continuity and um, rhythm. You know, I use the word rhythm a bit. It's, uh, 
we were, we were, we were building there uh, before we had the break, but uh, so were other teams, other combinations. It's, it's, it's what it is, and you, um, you can only play with what you're dealt, and we've all been dealt the same cards, so we'll all come back with the same break. Nobody's going to be uh, disadvantaged. It's a, uh, we've all had the same break. It's how, how the teams have handled their last three weeks of training and individuals have handled the, the, the lockdown in regards to the COVID. So that will all play out over the, the first three or four weeks of the season. No tougher test uh, than Melbourne in Melbourne, first up on resumption. Um, how's your side preparing uh, for that sort of contest first up, which is going to be an absolute cracker to kick things back off? Yeah, it'll be a, uh, a very tough, very tough uh, game. It always is in Melbourne. Um, again, you know, we're, we're preparing to make sure that we're looking after uh, our own strategy and style of game firstly. It, it's, that's one thing about our preparation, our team, is that we, we make sure that we have our uh, backyard in order. I know it's a, a bit of a cliche, but it's a very, very true cliche. It's the fact that we do here. We make sure we've got our prep in order first, and then we, uh, we look at what we're up, up against. So, um, um, I know you don't have to do too much preparation in, in knowing that Melbourne are going to be very motivated and Melbourne are going to be very physical. They're a great football team and it'll be a, uh, it'll be a great way to start off the uh, restart our season. Yeah, well, I'm sure that all the fans are looking forward to it. Uh, I know I am and I can't wait to see the guys out there uh, in just over a week's time. Ricky, thanks very much for talking to us on the podcast this week and uh, we wish you all the best for that first game against Melbourne. Thanks, Benny. Cheers.